This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Slaughterhouse Rules, Bloodiest, Hellius, Maximus. So, the town was called Slaughter? Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And the fact that I just said something before Chris did means that Hotlanta is not with us tonight. Yeah. He violated his probation. Yeah, that or like, I don't know, his mom had a birthday that he decided to show up to. Or, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's obvious that Hotlanta loves his mother more than he loves us. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I barely like myself, so. She gave me a hug once. That's the whole story. She, she did or he did? She did. Okay, because I was trying to imagine the hot Lanta hugging you, and I just, my brain just said, nope, nope, no. Or not even, like, like, I have this, like, filter where I don't imagine, visually imagine things that disturb me. Fair. And that just, like, went right up. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I'm thankful for that filter because it saved me some uh, some pretty horrible things. Uh, but yeah, I can thankfully most people can just turn off their visual imagination when needed. Yeah, I don't have one. Fun story. Visual imagination or a filter? Both. Okay, so you're a reverse Fairbairn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess so. I'm yeah. hesitant to agree. Well, okay. Um, yeah, you don't listen to apropos of nothing then, apparently. No. That's fine. Podcast, apropos of nothing, uh, hot doggy Matt used to be on it, uh, but there is a guy on there named James Fairbairn, and he apparently has a like almost impossibly able to, almost impossible able to be turned off uh visual imagination. Yeah, no, not me. Yeah, so you're a reverse Fairbairn. Yeah. I thought that was just a figure of speech for most of my life. <laughs> like when no, people I, say, I see that in my mind, I'm like, oh, okay. So like, no, you, you really see it, huh? Okay. Weird. No. And actually there's a guy that I run uh, a role-playing game. Well, he's a part of the group. I run a role-playing game for uh, on a subreddit, which I cannot name because naming it would violate the rules of the subreddit. Um, but he also does not have a visual imagination. And that's fine. Like it's it's weird that you can roll a role playing game for someone like that. Like, and they can interact, and they they're you would never guess that he just cannot visualize what what you're saying or what he's saying. He just doesn't visualize it, and that's fine. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's not. It's not like I can't imagine things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just so I describe like how like the field of daisies is nice, a bright like bright vivid. Vivid yellow with like little black dots in the center of each daisy, or brown dot. Yeah, you're just like you're like yeah, I can I can imagine such a thing exists. I understand what gonna, those words mean in sequence. Yeah, but you're not gonna visualize. <laughs> nope, but I understand. Yeah, no, it's fine. I I exist somewhere in between where I have a filter that will come up and protect me from horrible visions. No way, dude. <laughs> But anyway, we watched Slaughterhouse Rules with a Z. 
Yes, rules with a Z, as suggested to us by Mr. Green. Thank you, Mr. Green, for suggesting that movie to us. Yeah. Long-time you, supporter. Yes. Uh, and, uh, I mean, super supporter, I think that's safe to say. That's true. And uh, I will say newlywed. I think it has been uh, a month or two, but yes, he is newly married. Yeah. Congra- congratulations to the both of you. So I do think uh, maybe someone needs to upgrade their name from princess to queen. Just, just saying. Well, I mean, you're still a princess until the existing monarch dies, right? That is true. But unless Mr. Green is a king and then if he, if Mr. Green marries someone then they become a king queen level person, I figure he's at least an Earl. I mean, I, Mr. Green is the count of my heart. It may be even Viscount. Oh, my. Viscount Seymour Green. <laughs> uh, good thing Hotland is not here, because none of that would apply. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Stop making up things. Brah! <laughs> I'm going to text well, message my boss. <laughs> hey, I at least brought the movie into the joke. <laughs> Be true. Because how does this movie uh, start, Chris? Well, we start in a dwelling. Yes. And there's a there's a mom lady who is not Rose's mom from the first season of New Doctor Who, but kind of should have been. For like a split second, I thought it was uh, that lady from Frasier. Oh yeah, I could see that too. Whose name escapes me? Uh, yeah, yeah. Played um, Daphne. I can't think of her name though. Yeah, Daphne, isn't it? Is that her name? I think so. Okay. I, it has literally been decades since I've seen an episode of Frasier. Yeah, that, that's what my brain did. My brain was like, "Hey, it's that show about eggs or whatever." <laughs> Frasier. Yeah, toss salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> okay. The, I think of Frasier is about the show about the psychiatrist. Nah, it's one about salad and eggs. <laughs> okay. That's the theme the song. Uh, I Literally, I have not... It has been 30 years? 25 years since I've interacted with Frasier in any way? That's fair. I mean, it's no Herman's head, but... No, yeah. God damn it. Herman's head deserved to do way better than it did. Did it? Yes. I think the the movie Inside Out has proven that. I guess that's true. Inside Out did rip off Herman's head. Like, yeah, completely. I won't say the forbidden phrase, but I will say completely. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm not even sure what that is, and now I'm too scared to ask. <laughs> well, you told me not to say it. That's I did? You asked me not to say it. Okay. So out of respect for you, I will not say it. Oh, yeah. Don't say that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I I do try to respect your your feelings, Chris. Yeah. And Un- now- unlike Hotlanta, but, you know. <laughs> and now just we've- like, here, let me take a picture of Chris while he's angry, and I'll make him angrier while I'm doing it. Yeah. You know what, you know what he hates? Pictures of himself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, she's trying to convince her son to go to 
the the private school called Slaughterhouse. Yeah, which is fucking wild. I don't know if that's a British thing. Maybe they have a bunch of schools called Rending Plant. I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, could you take me to Knackers High, please? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Slaughterhouse, where all the prime ministers went. Yeah. Well, where else do you learn to fuck pigs? Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, it's a prestigious school. Think of like uh, like a Harvard or... But for I mean, it's uh, like, not college, but like a high school. Yes. I have prep school, I guess is probably the right boarding school. I don't fucking know. I was poor. Yeah. Well, I can't even imagine a boarding school existing in Iowa. Maybe they do, but like, I don't know. No one's got time to be boarded because you got to fucking work the fields. God damn it. That's true. Yeah. That ground isn't going to till itself. Yeah. Cows and chickens and whatnot and so forth. <laughs> Someone's got to slop the pigs. A lot of potatoes in Iowa, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, well, we kid, we kid. Yes, no, Idaho is the one with the potatoes. Thank you very much. Uh, God damn it. I cannot tell you the number of people. I said, oh, I'm from Iowa. Like, oh, is that where the potatoes are? No. No, that's Idaho, you fuckers. You motherfucking idiot Americans. Yeah. I'm from Ohio, so I I don't know. We're Ohio, you know. Our main export is sadness. (laughs) Yeah. You're brown on the edges and high in the middle. Come on. Yeah. I... I'm from Ohio. Sorry about that. That's what I usually say. <laughs> I'm from Ohio. We call spaghetti sauce chili. We haven't done anything super offensive for like, oops, never mind. <laughs> uh, we have the Browns. <laughs> One time a lake caught on, caught on fire. So that's cool. Hey, hey. Relevant to the podcast this episode. <laughs> that was a total accident. I don't mean to be relevant. <laughs> you know, yes. You like to be apropos of nothing is what I hear. Is that like, am I going to get sued? Um, if, if Salsa can scare up a lawyer, I'll be very impressed. I'm joking. Ain't nobody we know got lawyer money. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although Jenna might just do it on principle, which she is very, uh, very uh, strong about her principles. Well, just so Jenna knows, I am recognized by the Honduran uh, b- legal counsel as <laughs> a true. As, as a practicing attorney. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, enough of pointless bullshit for another ten seconds or so. Um, yeah, so he's like, uh, "Mom, I don't think I really belong in this place," and she's like, "Nah, it'll be fine. A spot just opened up. I got you in. I drove fucking three hours there and three hours back in order to get you a spot in it. So you're fucking going in here. Hold your dad's ashes in this urn so you can get a picture with him because we act like your dad is still here even though he's dead." Yeah, weird. Also, there's just a random dude there drinking milk out of the fridge and taking a picture, and we have no idea who the fuck this guy is. He had a skateboard. And he referred to her as Mrs. Whatever. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. But, uh, 
Estate living, am I right? I guess so. Or what is it? No. Is it, they call them estates? What the fuck do they call the the council estates? I don't know. I don't know my Englishism. My my Britishisms very well, apparently. That's that's okay. Yeah. That's what happens when we don't speak the Queen's English. It's also what happens when we don't live in the UK. Wait, this isn't the UK? No. No, this is not the UK. This is hell. That explains why I can never find the lift. Yes. And you draw you drive lorries at work, right? Or no, Hotlanta wants to drive a lorry at work. Yeah, he wants to be a professional lorry driver. Yeah. Hugh Laurie. That's what we're going to call him from now on. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Son doesn't want to go until he sees a hot chick in the brochure. Yes, because he is a teenager, and that is how teenagers work. True. Yep. So off we go to Slaughterhouse Academy? Not Princess, which is what I keep wanting to fucking say every time you say Slaughterhouse. <laughs> Who ever thought we'd run into a problem with brand recognition? Right? Do we need to sue Simon Pegg? Yeah, obviously. In Honduras, only is the problem. <laughs> so, yeah, how does Honduran uh, trade or Honduran um, fucking trademark law work, Chris? Not well. Mm. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, it's it's worse than here, if you can imagine. Yeah, Disney fucking owns everything down there. And here. And everywhere. And here. Although I want to give Disney money and kind of want to do that, like, Galactic Star Cruiser experience they have. Have you seen that? No. Oh. Well, I suggest Googling it later and wondering why you would spend $5,000 for two people to spend, like, three nights uh, pretending to be on a galactic star cruiser in Star Wars. Oh, I don't have to Google that to have that question. I kind of really want to do it, though, because my wife and I don't have kids, and so what else are we going to spend our money on? I mean, that's true. <laughs> It'll be my 45th birthday next summer, so, yeah, we could we could celebrate it. Uh, like it's a galactic cruise ship. I mean, that's cooler than buying a convertible. Yeah, I don't need. I have BDE. I don't need a convertible. I'm sorry to hear that. Are you seeing a doctor? Or? Um, BDE is big dick energy, Chris. Yeah, I'm still sorry to hear that. Are you seeing a doctor? <laughs> no, but I uh, have had my uh, back worked on by a uh, massage therapist on a regular basis. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't like BDE and massage therapy getting worked into the same bit. <laughs> Well, my back. I said my back, not my front. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway. I, yeah, I. my wife can't handle the front. It's fine. So we're at the the slaughterhouse. Yes. And he, and it turns out that uh, reluctant, reluctant student, uh, his... Uh, roommate is Ender. Yes. Yes. Uh, also, the guy from Sex Education on Netflix, which is if you have not watched Sex Education on Netflix, you really should. It's real good. 
And uh, he beats up with his roommate, courtesy of one Simon Pegg. Yes, who is unnamed job at the school. He's like the 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 house mom for their because yeah, it's all it's all like uh, Harry Potter shit. They're like yeah, they're all broken up into little Houses. groups. Yeah, and I guess yeah, he kind of is the house mom. He's like the adult RA. Yeah, for Sparta, which is like the nerd weirdo one. Yes, well, we'll get there, but yes. And uh, they meet up and are called down to the the foyer for thing. Yeah, although some kid like hands uh, Ender a rifle, like a twenty two rifle and ammo. It's like, here, can you stash this for me? That was, was like, a pellet sure. gun. It was a pellet gun? Yeah. Yeah. Because when he handed him the ammo, it was a little, the little metal thing. Yeah. I mean, 22 ammo is not much bigger, but. You can still fuck a guy up with a CO2 pellet rifle. Hit him in the eye, that's all it takes. Yeah. Or one of them arteries and or the other one, veins. <laughs> or just like right in the mouth. Yeah. Up a nostril. Right up the nose, shoot. Yeah. In the in an ear. Are we getting into uh, to Christopher uh, Walken Saturday Night Live lover um, <laughs> territory here? We're working on it. Right in the anus. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he smuggles in the pellet rifle. Introductions are made. His mom's like, "Don't forget what I tell you." Told you, which is basically be yourself. Because that's what parents always tell you is like, hey, hey, just be yourself and everything will be fine. But to uh, to quote a rapist, but what if you're an asshole? <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. Just you know, Bill Cosby, myself, it's still a really good stand-up routine, even though he's a terrible, terrible person. Yeah, art and artist and all that. I yeah. mean. I, I highly suggest watching it in a method which will give him no money whatsoever. Steal it. Yeah, steal it. But yeah. Bill Cosby himself is 100% worth stealing. Steal the hell out of it. Yes. Don't even listen to it. Just steal it. Well, no, listen to it because it's real good, but steal it. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't give pay him for money. it. Now. Yeah. Don't support him in any way. And just realize that there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. It's fine. Yeah. We're all assholes. It's yeah. yeah. Except for we don't I we don't actually make any money doing this, so listen to us is okay. So please listen to us all you want. Yeah, that's true. I have yeah. I have documentation to prove we have never broke even on this endeavor. <laughs> so yes, please listeners. Just know that you are ethically listening to us. Yeah. We gain nothing from this. Other than the satisfaction of entertaining you. Sometimes. Which happens occasionally. Yeah. It's a happy coincidence. Yeah. What a coinky dink. So anyway, they uh they all go down to uh I I don't I don't know what this would be. I've never been in this situation, so <sighs> it's kinda like homeroom. 
Yeah. The first day of school. Homeroom the first day of school. Yeah, everybody's getting broken up into their houses. Although new guy sees the uh, wo- the the girl from the brochure that he thought was attractive and goes up and like kind of s- quickly slips one of the drawings out of her I'm sorry, drawings Drawing. out of her out of her um like sketchbook and then hands to her like, "Oh, I think you dropped this." And so he like kind of flirting with her. And then Aryan Nation dude comes up and is like, "Don't talk to upper, don't talk to upper six. Don't even look at upper six. She's upper six. I'm upper six. Get the fuck over to your house." Uh, although she does explain houses to him beforehand, that you have House um, Xenophon, which is all the smart kids. Yeah, which includes like her best friend, the Asian, the 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 chess master of Asian descent. Yes. Uh, and then you have House Jock, which was I like don't remember. Olympias or something? Probably. It's House Jock. It's fine. Uh, and then there's House Sparta, which is all the rejects, which doesn't really fit with Sparta. You know, really Sparta, they those it, fucking rejects. They named it Sparta so that they could say this is Sparta like at least three times during the movie. Yeah, no, it was a setup for a joke that's not very good. And yeah. if you've listened to this, you know we know about jokes that aren't very good. Yeah, we are experts at those. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he gets put in his place for talking to one of the upper six or whatever. Yeah, basically, like, you're a freshman talking to a senior. Know your Know your place. Yeah. And uh, his friend, his roommate, uh, Ender, is also in House Sparta because they are roommates. And then um, Aziraphale shows up and they call him the bat. Yeah. Once. Once. Uh, Also, I would accept the werewolf from Underworld. Lucius, was that his name? The sure. head of the werewolves in Underworld. I don't know how Michael Sheen managed to play the head of the werewolves from Underworld, uh, the angel from Good Omens, and a doctor in Masters of Sex. Uh, it's called acting, Troy. Yeah, he's good at it, apparently, because he can do all three of those roles, plus this guy, the bat. The bat. Who is he's the headmaster of um slaughterhouse yeah and he gives a little speech about uh you know welcome to slaughterhouse you're not allowed to go by the the lake or the in the woods anymore right because they're, they're out of bounds yeah and as all Which this is, is happening simon Pegg is jogging in said woods yes and listening to a voicemail from his girlfriend Telling him that his cricket sweater still smells like him. And she appreciates that about the cricket sweater. Because she apparently has traveled somewhere. Yeah, she's in not there. Right. And then he comes across a giant tower in the woods. Which apparently is uh, fracking shale gas out of the ground. Yeah, I don't know a lot about fracking. But I didn't realize it took 26 story tall oil rig looking fucking things anyway no one knows it's there even though it's like three times the height of the trees in the forest 
you could see that thing for miles around. It's fucking huge and on fire. Yes, it's probably taller than the uh, the tallest mountain or hill in the UK. Yeah. And he just stumbles upon it and gets accosted for it by the uh, frackers. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? Get the fuck out of here. It's like, okay, fine. I'm out of here. Bye. Yeah. And then as he runs away, like a hole opens up behind him. A big sinkhole. Yeah, a big sinkhole. And the the, uh, the frackers have some sort of radar. Yeah. Oh, but at the um, the get together, the little homeroom thing, some anti fracker people just show up and start handing out flyers until uh, Aryan Nation guy uh, grabs them and uh, presumably tortures them. Yeah. Like he comes back in, like, wiping blood off his hands and face. Yeah, there was a lot of shouting and whatnot when he drags the, uh, the like, Greenpeace yeah. guys out. I did like that uh, Ender told uh, Nubi that uh, the, that guy came from a family that had committed work. That, that they basically were a family that just committed war crimes all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Clegg, I think, was his last name. It sounds like they commit war crimes. Yeah. I agree. So, uh... Oh, God. So much so much happens and nothing really happens right now. Yeah, so... Okay, so <laughs> random, random bits that occur. Uh, new kid uh, keeps making eyes at... Um, brochure the, girl. The brochure girl. Uh, random dudes tell him he shouldn't do that in various violent means. Yeah, he gets a face full of rugby ball at one point. Yep. Um, there is a guy called Wooten who, a kid, I'm sorry, a kid, and I mean kid, like he's probably fifth grade, sixth grade. Yeah. Uh, who is trying to pass the house quiz and just can't and keeps getting like tarred and feathered and uh handcuffed to the bathroom sink because he can't remember things like what the house like the what the motto of slaughterhouse is in latin which is something about immortality yeah immorality yeah he keeps saying immorality um we know that uh there, um, Ender's previous roommate was a Viscount, and apparently he hung himself for being yeah. bullied. Yeah, and random tie like by his like tie, and so random ties keep getting hung up around the school. Yeah, with he, various like, slogans scrawled next to him. Yeah, like never forget and that kind of thing. Um. We know that um, that Aryan Nation guy is an asshole and also involved in like the ROTC version thing that yeah. exists at whatever, the school. Whatever the equivalent would be. Yeah. Um, uh, we learned the pecking order. Yep. There is the Greek <laughs> gods at the top or the Roman gods at the top who speak Latin and have orgies. Supposedly. Yeah. 
and then there is the guy, the kid at the bottom who can't remember anything about the house quiz. Yeah, and somewhere in the middle is the new guy. Limp-dicked new guy. Yeah, which maybe could be one of the other ones one day, but who knows. Yeah, he's either going to go up or down, but no one's determined that yet. Um, also, they and, don't sleep in the same place that they study? That's weird. Don't they? Their beds are in those Okay, oh, so there's two places to study. You can study in your own room. Or there is, like, the communal study area. But the beds were in a room where there were, like, four dudes. Oh, maybe. Oh, you're right. Which, what's up with that? That seems like an inefficient use of space. Right? I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. I never went to the British Kingdom. I refuse to believe you didn't go to boarding school in this fictional place in the UK. Uh, I went to a school... Where my class of 48 kids was the largest to go through at the time. <laughs> 48 consecutive children. Uh, yes, contemporaneous chin to children. Um, and uh, five of them were named Jason. So literally, like, almost 10% of my class was named Jason. Weird. <laughs> but yet two of us were named Troy, which is real weird. So, like... Four percent of my class was named Troy. I don't care for the for the numbers there. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? Um, but it was two of us, uh, me and Troy Nearing. Um, shout out to Troy Nearing. Yeah. Uh, who I'm I'm hundred percent certain has never heard this podcast. Or God um, rest his soul. I don't fucking know. Yeah. So yeah. So no, I did not go to boring school. I went to a school that was. Uh, a class of 48 between two towns in the surrounding countryside. Yeah. So when people say, when people say small town America, I think of the town that I grew up near, which was 300, 400 people. <whistles> yeah. People like when they say small town America, they mean like 10,000. And I'm like, 10,000 is not a small town. <laughs> That's true. Compared to what I grew up with. I mean, and that was the, I'm sorry, Martinsdale, which is the the bigger town they grew up near out of Martinsdale St. Mary's High School. Um, St. Mary's was even smaller. It was like 50 people. Like when school was in session, the population of the town tripled. <laughs> so for like eight hours a day, we had like three times as many people in the town as the rest of the town time. That's yeah. wild. Yep. I grew up in small town America. <laughs> Micro America. Anyway, anyway, back to Slaughterhouse Rules. Yeah, it's full of bees. It is full of bees. Spoilers. Yeah, no, no bees. Um, so what else happens? Uh, we learn that uh, there's Smoker's Corner mm-hmm. where um, a, what can we just call her attractive girl because that's how the, the new guy sees her? Sure. Okay, so attractive girl and her chess best friend, her best friend chess master, chess master, not chess master. Although her sexuality is never 
really explored in this movie. So she's probably either ace or gay, I'm assuming. Or bi. Bi, ace, or gay. Uh, happy Pride Month. Um, they go to some random building on campus like that's like away from the main building on campus to smoke. Uh, and and a new guy lights uh, attractive girl's cigarette with the lighter that he accidentally nicked from his roommate, even though this lighter was bequeathed to his roommate. Yeah. Um, and then somehow Aryan Nation gets word that they're there and uh, chases new guy and Ender uh, around until... And they chase him with like fucking... Like M80s? Yeah, like you do. <laughs> Tossing M80s at them. And so they get to the edge of the the, the, the swamp slash pond that one of the swamp slash ponds that's on the property and tosses a lit M80 at them and fucking new guy just kicks the M80 into the lake because he's not an idiot. Yeah, it seems like and they're it, a good call. It, it, it fucking causes the lake to explode because apparently the lake is full of methane. Yeah. yeah. Which is a totally normal thing. Getting back to lakes being on fire. Ah, we did it. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> we, can put a, we can put a check on that bingo square. And uh, so everybody gets called to the headmaster's office. Yes, a zero fail. And uh, they're like, hey, uh, so about the fact that thing exploded. And he's like, yeah, it's just a little fracking methane. It's totally cool. Yeah. Uh, Chess Master is like, uh, I don't think lakes should, like, I mean, like, lakes of fire are great, but lakes of fire and fry are not really my bag. Yeah, and there's a good bit where he's uh, calling the fracking people, but they don't answer, so he's just talking to the phone ringing. Yep. <laughs> uh, As he gets delivered a champagne basket from them. Yep. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, yeah, this is definitely an anti-fracking move- movie. Yeah. Just, just FYI. So if you live in North Dakota, don't watch this movie. Yeah, if you're pro fracking, then you you might be triggered. Yeah, but if you are, uh, if you live in Balsar Galactica and are pro fracking, I am pro you. Well played. Yep. And uh, the headmaster basically just is like, "And hey, now it's fine. Don't worry about it. Nothing shady going on here." Yeah. No. Like. I mean, I love though, like at the his speech is like, oh yeah, so the terrafrac is here, and they're gonna they're paying us to frack on the the, the extractive shale gas from the land or from underneath our land, and we'll be able to afford the dry um, what's the the dry ski slope and the fucking like headmaster sauna or something. Basically, like, well, with the money we're getting from fracking, we'll be able to afford the amenities for things that you will never get to experience. Yeah. So congratulations. Super important things that nobody will ever need or use. Except for the people who already have all the nice amenities already. Yeah. And, oh, we did skip past. <gasps> what? A thing. What did we skip past? So at some point, 
the uh, Ender and New Guy are out in the woods as they were running, and they run into the the camp. Oh yeah, they're running away from uh, Aryan Nation. Yeah, and they run into or, the, like the Ace of Base. We can just call them Ace of Base. It's fun. Yeah, and they run into the uh, the camp out there where they like the the anti frackers live. Yes. And is run by Nick fucking Frost. Yeah, who offers them drugs. Yep, and he offers to sell them drugs. Yeah, not just give them to him. I mean, he's a businessman after all. That is true. And also, he's anti-fracking. Yeah. It turns out that he went to uh, the slaughterhouse when he was a kid. Yes. Because he has one of their ties tied around his wrist. Yeah. And that's all it takes to prove that you went to a school, apparently, in the UK, is you just have to bear a tie from that school. Seems like a pain in the ass to have to carry around a necktie for the rest of your life. Or also easy to forge. Another one of them fraudulent neckties. I mean, it's like, hey, like, it's like by going to, like, like, like the fucking mall and buying, like, a sweatshirt. And be like, oh, I went to fucking Harvard because I have this sweatshirt. Not just anybody can purchase a Harvard sweatshirt. <laughs> Unless you go to the mall. Yeah, in which case you could buy several. Yes. Also, I am a federal booby inspector. <laughs> also legitimate because I purchased it at the mall. <laughs> yes. I mean. So allow me to inspect your boobies. I guess now it might be harder. I mean, how many people have a There's mall? There's no malls. Yeah, right? I mean. Honestly, the mall closest to me got you got used in Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> Literally, the mall that she goes to in 1984 is the mall that's closest to me. Uh, there's a mall close to me that has been featured in several uh, dead mall videos. Because also, my mall as well. It's fucking huge, and there's like legit three places in it. Uh, so if you go to if you go on YouTube and search for uh, Landmark Mall, Alexandria, Virginia, you can see a number of dead mall videos of my mall. Also, watch Wonder Woman 1984 and see my mall. You can uh, look at Cincinnati Mills Mall and marvel at the vast nothingness that is that place. Yeah. No, my, my mall legit shut down. Uh, and part of it is being used as a homeless shelter currently. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, the Cincinnati Mills Mall is still open thanks to the Brass Pro Shop. The Bass Pro Shop. There we go. There is a sick arcade in it. Hey, is it like a Dave and Buster's or something else? No, it's like, uh, it's called Arcade Legacy. Oh, uh, it's like Babe and Dusters. And it's, uh, you pay them like, 10 bucks and you can just play all the arcade games they have all day. Yeah, we had a strip mall in Des Moines that was, had a uh, it was a uh, nickel arcade. So basically all the machines took nickels instead of quarters. Wild. So, yeah, so you just go and like pay like 2 bucks get a roll of nickels and just fucking use them like quarters. It was great. But that was granted that was back like in 1996. So it probably is a quarter arcade by now. Or not even there. I'm sure it's not even there. <laughs> Gotta play a lot of Golden Axe that way, though. But anyway, back to the movie. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so Lake on Lake of Fire, Lake of Fire and Fry. Um, see him again the Fourth of July. Um, so the um, headmaster 
for punishment doesn't let new guy or Ender leave for like vacation weekend or whatever well to go home for the weekend yeah they have to stay while everybody else leaves so everybody leaves except for the primary cast yes yeah so you have you have ender you have new guy you have attractive girl you have chess master uh you have um aryan nation uh you have uh, The, the one guy that attractive girls always hanging out with one guy attractive girls always hanging out with you have a kid who can't pass the fucking house test and his older and brother Hargreaves yeah yeah yep who are playing D&D but not really no they're playing like D and or D yeah um and uh that's everybody right well, and headmaster, uh, and house mom, uh, yeah, and weird, weird lady. Oh, matron, matron, yeah, yeah. So, okay, and also, so they called uh, Zerfeld the bat. He has a dog which looks like all the dogs in the pictures of the founder of Slaughterhouse. Also, the founder of Slaughterhouse looks a lot like the bat. Um. Matron is weird as fuck. Like she's got strong Renfield vibes. Yeah. She doesn't actually eat any bugs, which I kind of thought they might have her do. Um, Because I've been reading Daily Dracula on Substack. If you have not subscribed to Daily Dracula on Substack, a Substack, because I can't talk anymore, uh, do so because it's they're They are. Uh, releasing the bits of Dracula on the days that correspond with the days they, they are in the book, which is kind of interesting. It's like, now you can just read like, here's the letter from Keanu Reeves to Winona Ryder for the day. Like you do. Yeah. It's kind of fun. I suggest Have you, did you sign up for that, Chris? I know I put it in the discord. Of course I didn't. I'm lazy. Okay. You should. I should. It's fun. There's a big, there's been a big pause since like, May 27th or something. Assuming there's traveling going on. Yeah. It took a long time to travel in Dracula times. Well, yeah, because they're doing like from like April to November. It basically covers like just a span of like five months or something. Or Well, okay. Uh, six, uh, six months. Uh, seven months. Six, seven months. It's it's interesting. Anyway, um, where were we? Oh, yeah. So Renfield. So she kind of has like strong Renfield vibes. True. Uh, so, so I'm like, holy shit! Uh, the bat is actually a vampire. He's got like this some kind of dog familiar, and the ma- and matron is is like his Renfield. Okay, and also Arrogant Nation may be somehow bound to this vampire. Possibly. Possibly. Well, that's what I. That was my working theory. That's fair. I like to, you know, I like to give insight into what I was thinking while I was watching the movie. I was uh, I I was just like doing the meow mix song in my head. <laughs> you were lamenting the lack of Hotlanta. I was going meow 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 meow. You're like I could really go over some ghost pepper chicken wings. If only somebody was here to be yelling things at me this entire time. 
Purple core. <laughs> so, uh, uh, everybody's on lockdown. Yep. Uh, the power goes out. There, there's, yeah, there's like an earthquake. Yeah. Oh, also, um, at some point, uh, Ender and new guy stumble across the sinkhole and the terror guys decide to fuck with them by pretending like they're going to like hunt them down with machine guns to scare them away from the sinkhole. Yeah. Yeah. Which works. Also, also there's a hundred percent something inside the sinkhole. Yeah. Radar has told us so. And, uh, before lockdown, Ender tries to fucking punch his own card. Oh, yeah, because you find out that the reason the Viscount Seymour whatever uh, killed himself was because he was found, like, hooking up with a dude. And so he was bullied for being gay because, you know, private schools are the most progressive of schools. Yeah, nothing horrible happens at those places at all. Nope. And uh, so he's bullied for being gay, ends up killing himself. And it turns out that um, Ender was the dude that he was making out with. Yeah. Yeah. And since his since his boyfriend killed himself and life generally sucks, he decides to drink a bunch of vodka and then kill himself by hanging himself and shooting himself in the face with a rifle or pellet gun at the same time. Yeah. Which, you know. Which... It kind of reminds me of, so when we were buying the house that I currently live in, we put in an offer and someone else put in an offer and apparently the other offer, the realtor described as messy and uncommitted. And that's kind of the the good description for the suicide attempt by Ender is that his suicide attempt was messy and uncommitted. Yeah. And new guy ends up saving him because he realizes magically that Ender is going to try to kill himself. Yeah, he, he puts all the context clues together, I guess. Yes, so through the power of context, he saves his roommate's life. Yeah. And then the earthquake power goes out. Uh, the house house mom is passed out drunk on account of relationship troubles. Oh, yeah. So uh, we, we completely forgot about this. So Simon Pegg, house mom, um, apparently was dating Margot Robbie. And she has moved to Sudan to take care of children and maybe bang a doctor. Oh, almost definitely banging a doctor. Yeah. And the, she doesn't want to leave Sudan because she doesn't want to leave these children behind and uncared for. So Simon oh, Pegg does. Also doesn't want to leave that dick. Well, Yes. And so Simon Pegg does not take this well. No, he takes it poorly. No, he drinks a lot of wine and does not wear pants. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there. Well, when my last time my wife traveled to Africa, I'm pretty sure I watched random horror movies uh, as as, uh, rolled by a dice bot on the Discord and did not wear pants and drank a lot of wine. Uh, speaking of that, next week we will watch one of those movies. Yeah, maybe with yeah. pants, maybe not. Who knows? Um, I generally wear pants these days. I may be not wearing them right now. You don't know. I don't actually know, and I don't want to 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 know. You're about to find out. No. 
Oh, where's your precious filter now, huh, Troy? (laughs) I said imagining. I don't. (laughs) If I see it, it's not imagining. That's fair. No, I'm. I am fully pantsed. Woohoo! Um. Yeah, so uh, apparently he he does not take the breakup well, but then the power goes out, which means he has no service because all the cell towers don't have power anymore. Convenient. Well, that happens happens here sometimes. Uh, there's a substation nearby which occasionally just makes loud thrumming noises and shuts down. Um, and yeah, and then we don't have any cell coverage. Relatable. I often yeah. make large. No, I often make loud thrumming noises and shut down. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, that was that was last around last July fourth. Actually, is what that happened. Like we had the windows open and like it was like zoom, and we're like, the fuck is that noise? And then the power goes out. Like, huh? And then the power comes back up and that noise again. And we're like, huh? Go outside and there's like the power comes up and then there's a bright flash over by where the substation is. And there's that noise. And we're like, Oh, so this is not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. You ever gone out to see what's happening and you see other people looking and you're like, Oh shit got bad somehow. Yeah. I yeah. love, I love that. I love when I go out in my front porch to be a nosy bastard and other people are doing it. I'm like, okay. Yep. Something exploded around here the other day. Don't know what it was, but it was loud as shit. <laughs> Probably transformer. Uh, I do remember, like, there was a transporter blew up. Transformer blew up, and then when I drove past the next day. There's just like this scorched fucking cylinder on the side of a telephone, like a, a telephone pole. And I was like, "Yep, that was the tra- that was the transformer that blew up." I'm pretty certain. So was it like jazz? What do you mean jazz? You know the transformer. Oh, uh, no, it was more of a uh, hound. <laughs> was yeah, it? there was there was holograms and shit. It was weird. That is weird. Hound being my favorite Transformer, actually. Weird. Yeah. What weird. was your favorite Transformer? I always liked Laserbeak because he was like a cassette. <laughs> my wife was Soundwave. She was 100% a Soundwave junkie. Um, he talked no, cool. Hound. Hound is definitely my favorite because he had the holograms and shit. Like you could trick people with them. When I was a kid, I liked Laserbeak, but as a grown up, I really identified more with the uh, fucking Megat- no Gal- Galvatron. <laughs> yeah, I I totally am a drunk Orson Welles. That's how I feel. <laughs> or is that Unicron? No, that was Unicron. Galvatron was what Megatron got turned into in that movie. Yeah. Now, if you're Artemis Prime, at least I could say you have the power and you have the touch. That's true. I have neither of those things, but I do dare to be stupid. <laughs> How are you going to have the the touch and dare to be stupid in the same movie soundtrack? The 80s were fucking Orson wild. Wells. With yeah. Orson Welles. <laughs> and Peter Cushing, apparently. Wait, no. <laughs> Who did the voice of Optimus Prime? Not Peter Cushing. No. What the fuck was his name? God damn it. You know, the voice of Optimus Prime. Yeah, that but I can't dude. think of it. Yeah. It was a Cushing, wasn't it? Are you going to make me look this? God damn it, Troy. You're going to make me look this up. I'm going to look it up because I got to know. 
because I hate when I don't know things. Because I apparently don't have the power or the touch. Peter Cullen? Yes, Peter Cullen. Thank you. That was... See, I keep... Peter Cushing and Peter Cullen gets mixed up in my head. Peter Cushing was uh, Grand Moff Tarkin from Star Wars. That's true. Yeah. Grandma Tarkin. Grandma Tarkin. Anyway, where are we? Oh, yeah, earthquakes. Power outage. Um, Arrogant Nation tells everyone to stay in their houses with their with their uh, propane lamps and candles. They do not do that, though. No. Almost immediately, new guy and Ender take off to go see what the fuck's going on. Uh, meet up and with... Attractive girl and chess master. Yeah, and they head to the uh, fracking site. Which at this point has been decimated. Yes, actually, it maybe uh, uh, obliterated. Almost, because more than one, less than one tenth, less than ninety percent of it was left, Chris. Well, I mean, the structures were there. Yeah, but I mean, you decimate. It's like it's only take away ten percent. I mean, I don't there. think the people were more than ten percent of the overall facility. I don't know. I feel like I know. I value people more than you do, apparently, Chris. I I see the people as far more valuable than, than the facility itself. Oh no, I value people very little. <laughs> that that does not surprise. Me. <laughs> I mean, you hang out with Hotlanta. If you value you valued him at all, or yourself, if you value yourself at all, you would yeah, not hang out. With I Hotlanta. can't value others more than myself. <laughs> <laughs> and you hang out with Hotland on a regular basis. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I'll unpack that with my therapist. <laughs> and by therapist, I mean drink more. Yeah, PBR, your therapist. Yeah. And by unpack, I mean drink. Yep. Uh, yeah, so they go, they're out in the woods. They hear a growling noise, which someone blames on a fox. Yeah. Which, um... If you've ever heard a fox uh, call out, it's way worse than a growling noise. I it mean, sounds like a it sounds like a woman being murdered. I always murderedly erdlered. I always heard a fox said ring ding 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 and ding ding. No no no, the fox says ah. <laughs> yeah, ah! foxes, oh mountain lions, and rabbits are all horrifying nightmare creatures. <laughs> When they make had, noises. I want to say like three years, three summers ago, we had the windows open one one night because, you know, it was going to be like nice outside. Turn the AC off, open the windows, enjoy the fresh air. And a fucking fox started calling. And we were and my dog, Leia, my dog at the time, Leia, sh- shot up like in the bed like, what the fuck? And we, my wife and I were like, holy shit, someone's being murdered outside. I murdered the alert outside. And and then we Google, I Googled it. And it was like, oh no, it's a fox. And then, so we you know, we we have our bees out on a farm. Uh, currently, uh, the farm is owned by a former cop. And so we, we were telling that story of the cop one time. He's like, oh yeah, like that was a fox. Like we literally would get calls to like to like about like women being murdered out in the woods. I'm sorry, murderly murdered out in the woods. And uh, and like we'd have to go search because you know 
the one time we didn't search would be the time there was actually a woman being murdered out in the or murdered the earlier out in the woods. And but every time it was just a fox. Like you never find anything out there. It was just it was just a fox. But like it just sounds like a woman being murdered. Murdered the earlier. Horrible. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, if you hear a woman who sounds like she is being killed, uh, just I mean, might be a fox. It might be a fox. It might be a woman being killed. I mean, err on the side of caution, really. Um, believe all foxes. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they, but then some kind of, they find a little creature. Yeah. Just a little one. And it jumps into the attractive girl's blouse. Yeah. Which she then takes off and then wraps around it and beats it against a stump until it is a, uh, pulped mess, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. That was pretty, pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, fuck this! And then just beats the shit out of it. Yeah. And then they all uh, get the fuck out of there. Yeah, they uh, they uh, run like hell. And, uh, but they go back to the headmaster and like, hey, um, so those fracking people, they apparently have unleashed these uh, weird creatures, and here's an example of one. And he's like, but did they really? Because they pay me a lot of money. Yeah. No, it's fine. We'll handle this uh, little vermin thing we got here with some poison. Everything's super fucking cool here because I got to get paid, yo. And then uh, Madame Renfield uh, looks out the window and says something about a big dog and then is attacked by something coming through the window. Yeah. Which is like, like, um, like Ghostbusters. Uh, like keymaster level dog. Yeah, it's a real like a uh, gozer situation. Yeah. And also, like, what the fuck kind of dogs did this lady see where she saw something that big and was like, "Oh, it's just a dog or something." <laughs> I do not know. And uh, uh, yeah, so she gets got. So Renfield dies. Madam Renfield dies. Uh, everyone else runs out of the room. Uh, they they convince the headmaster to drive them to the local police station to report the fact that there are fucking creatures trying to kill everybody. Yeah. And so they uh they head to the car, which is a rental because the Jag is in the shop. Oh, the Jag is in the shop. And so they're Foxhall, whatever. That they're trying to, uh, um, so the headmaster actually throws it in reverse and, uh, runs over his little, like, leapy Fraser dog. Yeah. Well, thinks he does. Speaking of Fraser, like, the dog is the same breed as whatever that dog was in Fraser. Sitcom dog. Woohoo. He was no Marcel the monkey, that's for certain. True. So the, he gets out to check out the the damage mm-hmm. and gets attacked by the creature. Yeah, he gets got by the beast. Because Which, that was the whole thing. Slaughterhouse was founded on the site where some dude killed the beast of that was terrorizing the town of Slaughter. 
I guess. And then built a house on top of the Beast's lair. Ergo Slaughterhouse. Yep. And apparently the Beast has come back to take care of the the people of Slaughterhouse. Yeah. But in a violent way, not in a helpful way. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, just, just execute. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of drama in the uh, Slaughterhouse house. Slaughterhouse house. Yes, LBC just does not fit that very well. So they uh, they get one of the beasts on the car. Uh, there are some hijinks involving reversing and staring at boobs. Yeah, well, at I mean, they recovered boobs. Like staring at cleavage, really. Yeah, star- staring at the vague general area in which boobs are. Which, granted, as a 16-year-old, I probably would have been like, boobs! That's fair. Yeah. I was a teenage boy at one point. My condolences. Yeah. I've been there. It was it was an interesting time. Yeah. The best best way to put it. And so they end up pinning a beast between the car and the wall of Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Presum- presumably killing it. Also, they're pretty sure the dog's dead, but then you see the dog run scamper off later. Yeah, so don't worry. Yeah, the dog's fine. And they uh, they head back to Sparta or whatever. Well, they drive off to uh, they drive into the woods or something, right? Don't they find the camp? Oh yeah, they were gonna they were gonna leave, but attractive girl says they have to go get her brother. Oh yes, because he is at the sixth form orgy. Yeah. Which is like the the high schooler or maybe that's the year after. Okay, so there's this weird thing in the UK where you have like your senior year, but you could spend an extra year after that at high school before you go to college or uh, university. Like it's I think it's called college, which is the year before university. It's it's I don't understand it because it is different than the United States. And I barely understand the United States educational system. Um so anyway, so they're like the sixth form uh, orgy is where they head next. Yeah. To save to save attractive girl's brother, who was the dude that she was always hanging out with, because he's her brother and she likes him. Yeah. Odd, oddly enough. And it turns out that was all just a hilarious misunderstanding. Yeah. I, I have like almost nothing in common with my brother. My brother is big into sports. Um he is a teacher. He teaches, uh, well, social studies. So history, uh, geography, um, uh, what was it? Social geography. Like, I don't know, like the way, like the, basically the way the geography and people interact. I don't know. It's very, it, I don't understand it quite exactly, but, um, and then I was big into like hard sciences and a huge nerd. And still am. I can speak. I can speak jock because I was forced to watch sports with my brother and my dad on TV fairly often. But I am not a jock. I would be a somewhere between a Xenophon and a Spartan to use this this uh, this movie's terminology. Mm. My brother would be full like Olympian. I would have been a Spartan because I assume that's where the drugs were. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Ender was always snorting snuff. Yeah, snuff quote. Yes. Which was wasn't that? I think you talk about tobacco, but wasn't that like bugs or something like dead bugs? What the fuck are you talking about? I swear that I thought that snuff was somehow made of like dead bugs, but I might be wrong. Um, no, probably is my my gut. I mean, I've I've had snuff before. I don't believe okay. it was bugs. I don't know. That might be something else I was thinking of. Well, the dead bugs you snort? Yeah, maybe. I never snorted snuff, so that's probably good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Somehow I thought bugs were involved, but apparently it's just tobacco. I mean, there's always a little bugs in tobacco. That's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, I mean... They can't use pesticides because that's not organic tobacco anymore. Oh, there's nothing organic about cigarette tobacco. <laughs> I know. I I live in Virginia, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Home of Altria Group. Literal big tobacco. Yep. Uh so anyway, um where were we? Um, oh yeah, so they go to check on Nick Frost's, uh, which apparently, so when the beasts erupted out of the ground and killed off most of the, the fracking crew, uh, Nick Frost was fucking tripping out of his mind on Mario mushrooms. Yeah. Because apparently the fracking makes them grow real big there. Yeah. Um, those mushrooms look super poisonous. Yeah, they were like the white, or I'm sorry, the red calves with the white flecks. Like, yeah. But he was tripping balls, all the balls on it. Yeah. Everyone's balls he was tripping over. And uh, he's tripped out. The whole camp is being attacked. They try to get him to leave, but he's like totally tripping on mushrooms. And then there's a helicopter that appears over him. He calls it a dragon, which is... Yep. Funny because I have definitely seen people under the influence of hallucinogens misinterpret things as dragons before, so that's funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> and so yeah, and so the rest of the camp evacuates because there's a helicopter crashing nearby. Yeah. And uh he is still there because he can't walk because he is way too high. And he starts ta- having a conversation with his dead brother. Yes, Terry. Who, turns out, died in the tunnels underneath of Slaughterhouse. Because it's got tunnels under it, like all good British boarding schools. But apparently the tunnels just smell like shit because they're full of methane. Even though methane doesn't smell like shit, it's the Methylmer captain that smells like poop. Yeah. What a blunder. Yep. Uh, Again, I was a hard science nerd. (laughs) You say were, but I heard what you just said. <laughs> I learned that. I learned about Methelmer Captain from uh, Mythbusters, honestly. So, uh, he fucks off. But they find him, right? At some point? Yeah, eventually. Oh, no, they don't find him yet. 
Yeah. So, but how fucking Simon Pegg at some point wakes up is like, where the fuck did everyone go? Why is no one in Sparta House? Why am I not wearing pants? Um, and goes looking for everybody. All fair questions. Yes. And uh, the rest of the team has made their way to the uh, Latin orgy. Yes. The, the I'm sorry, the Roman orgy, Chris. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, in, in the current vernacular, Latin would imply uh, south of Texas, and that's not the case. No, they're speaking Latin. Yes, they are literally speaking Latin, um, and apparently uh, attractive girl's brother is uh, tied up and being whipped by a minotaur. Yeah, because in order to be one of the guys, you have to be tied up and whipped by a minotaur and then have some weird dude give you a handy jammer, no, I guess. That, sorry, no, no, not some weird dude. The house prefect, I'm sorry, the school prefect, like literally, like, like the school, like class president has to give you a handy J. I mean, I don't see why that can't be the same no. thing. He was, I'm sorry, he wasn't given a handy J. He was anointed, Chris. No, he was jacking him off. No, they they use the term anointed. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be sure to refer to that as anointing yes. myself next time. <laughs> Sorry, I was anointing myself. Yes, I was in I this was McDonald's. I was performing a holy unction upon myself. <laughs> uh yeah, and uh, they nominate new guy to go. Rescue the brother. Yep. Rescue the brother from the orgy. Yes. You know, because those dangerous orgies that exist. It's one of the danger orgies. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, of course, you know, the monsters show up. Yes. and But also a pair of twin girls mistake new kid for a whipping subject and tie him up for the minotaur to start witch whipping again. Yeah. And blindfold him and then he gets whipped by the, the, the minotaur. Yep. But there are zero anointings. No, he does not get a head J from the, uh, the highest ranked, ch- uh, member of the school. I mean, if you're going to whip me in the back, you should at least anoint me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, what's what's pain without pleasure, Chris? Yeah. I mean, if if Hellraiser has taught me anything, those two should go hand in hand. Yeah, and also you can build a lament configuration into a space station. Yeah, I mean, or a space station into the lament configuration. Yeah. Either way, it's fucking stupid. Or a pillar into the lament configuration. Or one of the other 26 movies that came after that. Yes. Hellraiser. Like it's, it's a prophecy movie if you mention angels. That's what I know. That's all I know much, about anything. Much like it's a Hellraiser movie if some dude with, with metal pins in his face shows up for at least two seconds. Yeah. If you could get a... Oh, great. Now I can't remember his name. I it skipped in my brain as well. Douglas. It's not Robert England. Um, Don, Dave, it starts with a B. There's a B in his last name, right? Bradley. Oh, Bradley. Cooper. Brad- 
Yes, Bradley Cooper, <laughs> Pinhead. Noted Pinhead, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> noted, noted Pinhead enthusiast. <laughs> Bradley is definitely that dude's last name. Doug Bradley. Thank you. I don't, feel vindicated. Don't thank me. Thank my cell phone. <laughs> thank you, Chris's cell phone. Uh, yeah, so um, Bradley Cooper causes what the f- me pain? What is happening? <laughs> I'm confused, too. No, so there's an orgy. Um, that does not feature Bradley Cooper. No, it does not be feature Bradley Cooper, nor Doug Bradley, nor Robert England, who is in Stranger Things Season 4. Um, and the so one dude tries to finger bang a girl and ends up tongue banging a monster. Yeah. Yep. Uh, That happens. That does happen. But then hot, I'm sorry, attractive girl, uh, shows up to rescue new guy and her brother. And they all just, and then Simon Pegg shows up and it's like, why is everybody an orgy? I'm very confused as to why I don't have pants. Yeah. And then, uh, the monster attacks, and thankfully, he had a pike. Yes. Oh, yeah. He literally had a spear that was the spear that was used to kill the first beast of slaughter and just falls back and sets the pike accidentally. And the monster just impales itself on the pike and sticks its tongue in his mouth as it dies. And then the kids just proceed to beat the fuck out of the beast and get all of its viscera and bodily fluids onto Simon Pegg's face because Simon Pegg is a good sport. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, you know what would be funny is if all these monsters viscera ends up on my face. And you're like, you're like, you know what? That's right. Let's do it. That is funny. I appreciate that about Simon Pegg. So, uh, faced with monsters, they decide the best plan is to go to the, like, the ROTC building and get guns, because they have fucking assault rifles, apparently. Yes, but no grenades, because the police do not have grenades, as we learned in Stranger Things Season 4. I mean, maybe not in the 80s. Maybe not in 86? Yeah, definitely 2000. 20, 2016, please have grenades. Yeah. Maybe not also in have, the UK. They probably, they probably have like uh, light anti-tank weapons, um, RPGs, fucking B-52 bombers that's going to carpet bomb shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how it goes in the UK, but here in the US, we arm our police better than some fucking actual standing armies. Yeah, yeah, better than the Russian army, apparently, because Ukraine's on their 100th day of resistance. Go Ukraine. So they uh, they bust in to the ROTC building with hilarious results. Yep, because they don't have any keys, so they try to... Um, Simon Pegg injures his shoulder, an old cricket injury. Yeah. And so he has new guy... Uh, try to bust open the the lock to the guns and then uh ace of base is there yeah and he um has lost his mind yeah he's gone full 
Jesus Christ. There is a movie where the guy kind of just goes full like survivalist and it is completely escaping me at this point. Insert joke here. Woo. Perfect. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So he's like, uh, by the way, you're not going to be able to just do this in front of me because you two new guy and Ender are the people I hate the most in the world. And I'm going to feed you to the beasts while everyone else runs away as a distraction. Yeah. And, uh, he shoots Simon Pegg. In the leg? In the crotch. Almost. Yeah. Like, inner thigh totally would have pierced the femoral artery. Yeah, he'd be bleeding out real quick. Yeah, I have bled for my femoral artery. It's not the greatest experience in the world. Yeah, Granted, prob- it wasn't, probably not. I was in the hospital when it started because it was a surgery where they went in. They, they, were, doing ang- they were doing, like... They suck like a fucking thing into my femoral artery. I just put the heel of my palm against my femoral artery to stop the bleeding because I took first aid merit badge because I had my first aid merit badge as a Boy Scout and knew that direct pressure was the best way to stop bleeding. (laughs) My mom ran out to the nurse's station and said, my son is bleeding from his femoral artery. (laughs) Like you do. Like I was doing <laughs> that. I will say uh, first aid marriage ba- merit badge came in handy a few times as a uh, young adult. It literally saved your life. Well, I wasn't bleeding that much from my femoral artery, but just watching like a um, probably like the the thickness of a needle spurting out like blood spurting out of your femoral artery with every heartbeat was a, was a little disconcerting. <laughs> I I feel like that is a very mild reaction to that. (laughs) Well, three or four pulses is not that bad. And then you just, your brain goes, oh, yes, apply direct pressure. And then I was like, oh, the heel of my palm would be the best way to apply direct pressure. Apply that to my groin. Okay, we're good. Because for some, thankfully, that is my reaction to uh, emergency situations is my emotions kind of go away and I get very, like, logical. And uh, that's come in handy a few times, and that was one of them, where my brain goes, oh, apply direct pressure. Apply directly to the wound. (laughs) Yeah, apply directly to the forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Head head on wound closure. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) But anyway, um, yeah, so Simon Pegg gets shot in the groin and somehow does not bleed out. Aryan Nation is uh, grabbed by two beasts on either arm and rip him apart, pull him out of the uh, window and rip him apart. Yeah. Simon Pegg tries to stop him, but then he gets pulled out for his trouble. Yep. But he does tell the kids to fuck off. Like, get out of here. Yeah, Team Kid just runs to the tunnels because they figure out that um, uh, Nick Frost was onto something with the tunnels and with his younger brother who died in the tunnels. Uh, but then they get to the tunnels and the seal on the tunnels that had the, that was the grave marker for Nick Frost's little brother is broken. So they're like, Oh shit. Someone else had this idea. Let's go in anyway. Yeah. 
and they uh, they head in. Now, did you notice which direction the stones were broken? Were they broken out of the tunnel or into the tunnel? I didn't notice. I think they were out, which doesn't make sense. But well, no, out makes sense. I I just didn't catch which way it was because out implies that something broke from outside from inside to the outside, which I'm pretty sure is what happened. But if he went in there from there, they would have been in. He didn't go in there. Something else came out first. Fair enough. Yeah, I concur. So now they're in the tunnels, like you do. And the fires are burning green occasionally. Yeah. Um, They have flashlights. Uh, They are just kind of running around the tunnels trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, They stumble across a beast, which is... it's, It's hairless... It's got big, pointy, fangy teeth, like the uh, the the monster of whatever from uh, My Python and the Holy Grail, and uh, they face off head to head with it, and then Simon, or that's right, Nick Frost shows up and distracts them, distracts it with his flesh. Well, he treats it like a dog. Yeah. He's like, hey, come here, buddy. We're pals. We're friends. Just smell my hand. Lay, you're a good boy. Yep. And then it just bites his hand off. Like you do. Like it does. Like it do. It do, yes. And uh, so with his dying breath, he informs them all that there is an escape hatch. Well, I mean, yeah, because not only does it eat his hand, it eats his just lower half. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm fine, guys. I just don't need anything from the ribcage down. It's totally cool. Yeah. I mean, what else do I use that for other than walking around and peeing and pooping? Yeah, basic homeostasis functions. Yeah, I mean, I don't need my liver. Livers. Or my spleen or kidneys or bladder or, yeah, no. No, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. But he's like, you have to follow the... Yeah. So they uh they head into the tunnels, which uh, the tunnels are like a labyrinth. Literally a labyrinth. Yeah. So they uh they they're running around. Turns they're running out up that hill. They're trying to make deals with God. Yeah, like you do. Yeah. Yeah, like well, like Kate Bush does. And they uh. They they find what they believe is the way out, but there's yeah because a, because they like feel like an airflow yeah or an echo or it, something yeah because they know they feel like a breeze like oh if you follow the breeze uh, the breeze comes from the outside where there is fresh air so if you follow the fresh air you will get to the outside so they make their way towards the exit but there is uh, one of the monsters blocking their path. Yep. And so Ender grabs the tie from new guy who he calls Ducky because his name is Donald and Donald Duck. So he calls him Ducky. Hilarious. He grabs the tie, tie from Ducky and uses that to like John Wick the uh, beast away from them by like sticking it in his in the beast's mouth. 
kind of like when like my my dog Lucifer wants to play tug with his rope toy, and he just comes over to me with the rope toy and is like, "Hey, poke, 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 poke." I'm like, "Okay, fine. I guess I will grab the rope and you can pull on the rope." Have you you experienced that, Chris, with your your Staffordshire Terrier? Yes, sometimes. He's very strong, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Lucy is uh, not a weak dog. (laughs) But he loves... He's like two, two and a half years old, and he wants to play all the time. Yeah, Toby's an old man, so he don't want to do it as much. Yeah, he doesn't try to knock over uh, bookcases anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, uh, listener, uh, you could experience in one of our previous episodes. I have no idea which one. <laughs> yeah, Christian might know as yeah, Chris- the official record keeper. <laughs> he is the official Slaughterhouse Princess podcast archivist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that has bad connotations. Hmm? Being the archivist. Ar- Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, if you start experiencing um, other uh, horrors imprinting upon yourself, uh, Christian, please seek help. Yeah, but not from us. We don't want any part of no. it. No, no. We're apparently part of the eye, so it's okay. I mean, uh, that's yeah, all I mean, we There's do. worse things to be a part of. I kind of enjoy the vast myself. I have, I've had some very lovely dreams about falling for infinite distances. I wake up feeling very refreshed and calm. I always re- I always felt like I was I was part of the eye. Yeah, no, I, I think I would be the vast. I would be Simon Fairchild personally. I would be the eye or the stranger. <laughs> Which uh if listeners you have no idea what we're talking about, listen to the Magnus archives. Yeah, I mean odds are you don't know what we're talking about, but yeah, but the Magnus Archives podcast is one million percent better than we are. Yeah, fair. Yeah, and if and if you're like listening to it, going, um, okay, so it's a bunch of like, and it's like an anthology of horror stories. Oh no, there's a connecting thread that will probably be made evident thirty or forty episodes from where you're at. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. It's it's real good. It's it's one of the best things ever created, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I really like yeah. it. Yeah, it's extremely well plotted. But anyway, uh, back to people's trying. Uh, so yeah, so Ender distracts the the beast. Uh, everyone else escapes, and then Ducky says, "You know what? I can't leave Ender behind," and he runs back in, uh, manages to extract ender and then lights uh ender's bequeathed lighter which yeah. was Chekhov's lighter from very early in the movie uh tosses lighter in and basically blows up all the tunnels underneath slaughterhouse with uh methane and methylmer captain yeah and everything explodes and the day is saved including the fracking tower because the fire is transferred through the shell gas to the fracking tower. Yeah, take that fracking. Yeah. And uh, Simon Pegg turns out is alive. Yep, he is looked back to life by the dog from Frasier. Yeah, and that yep. that's it. Yep. The end. The end. 
So, Chris, what did you think about this movie? It's fine. It's okay. It's not bad. I'm damning it with faint praise. No, it's it's a good movie. Like, it takes a little while to get where it's going. But once you get to the, the monster bits, it's a way more fun watch. A little slow in the beginning for my taste. As I think this thing is what, like an hour 45? Hour 41. You probably could have cut 20 minutes out of this thing from the beginning of it. Like, there's a lot of, uh, like, setting up the characters. But it's a horror movie. Come on. We've, we've all, we've all danced this dance. We don't need all that. We've all, we've all seen Harry Potter. But it's a, it's a pretty good, like, comedy, horror, sci-fi kind of a romp. The, the effects are pretty solid. There's some pretty wild stuff going on. It, it seems to know when it, it needs to hit that joke button in the middle of action scenes to kind of give you the right flow for a horror comedy. Which, in fairness, is the hardest part of a horror comedy, is hitting that. Like, when when is a good time to hit it with a joke in the middle of a tense scene? Yeah. Yeah, I think Tucker and Dale still does that perfectly. Yeah, that one's real good. But I'd say it's worth watching. Like, it's not bad. I mean, it's not going to change the world or anything, but it's definitely a good watch. It's the kind of thing you can watch with somebody who's not super into a horror movie. And still, you know, they'll come out with some some good stuff. You'll come out with some good stuff. I say give it a go. Not too bad. What do you say, Troy? I liked it. Um, I... Pardon me. I was a fan of uh, Asa Butter- Butterfield from Sex Education, which is a fantastic Netflix series. And if you have not watched it, you should. I think I've said that already today, but I will reiterate. Um, I The British education system is just baffling to me. So I'm okay with it being wild and weird. I like the swerve where they totally code... Michael Sheen's character as a vampire who has lived since Slaughterhouse was founded. And it's totally not the case. And they just totally swerve it on you. And it turns out he's just, you know, he's a human headmaster who wants to enjoy the fire things of life by selling off the fracking rights to his land. And I'm okay with that. I thought that was great. Um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are amazing as usual. Uh, there were a couple of good, like really good, like Edgar Wright, like quick fucking like montage cuts in there, which was really good, but not an extreme amount, just enough to know that the director was referencing things, which I thought was fun. Um, the bit with the license plate in the car when it speeds off stands out to me as definitely an homage. Yeah, and there were a couple like just like gear shift, pedal press kind of things that were there too. It was, it was real good. I, this was very competently made. They knew what they were referencing. They swerved you on it. They had a message about fracking in it. 
I'm it other than like the whole like teenage house drama thing filling up about half of this movie, it's real good. So once it once it finally like switches gears into what it should be, it's real good. Before then, it's okay. So I will say, I kind of agree with the uh, the uh, hot doggies that I saw. The they put it seven point five out of ten, which is about three quarters. And I will say this is between awesome, like between a hundred percent for half of it and fifty percent for half of it. You hit seventy five percent, which is seven point five out of ten. And I agree with them. Hmm. So, what are we watching next week, Chris? We are watching Chillerama, as suggested by me, because it was one of the Blu-rays that I got from Horror Pack uh, when I had a year-long subscription to it, and that is what the dice roller on our Discord rolled for me to watch. So I watched it. So I thought I would make uh, everyone else watch it too. So what if other people would like to utilize our Discord dice roll feature? How would they well, do they that? Could, they would go to discord.starsprinces.com, Chris. Yeah. That's perfect. Yep. I mean, I answered the question. Would you like to ask another question, Chris? It feels like I should at this point. <laughs> uh, so they could, they could uh, find us at... Facebook, where we are Slaughterhouse Princess. They could go to Reddit, where we are at r slash shp podcast. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, we are on Twitter at Slaughter Prince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels and princess. Uh, I think we actually have a, a channel on YouTube, technically, but we don't post there on the reg. Um, you could listen to us on Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Music, whatever Google wants to play us as. I I think we are on um, iTunes, iPod Music, whatever the fuck it's called now. Yeah. Um, uh, also on TuneIn, which if you bark at your Alexis, you may have to say, play Slaughter's Princess podcast on iTunes these days. Because my Echo does not understand Flutter's Princess podcast anymore. Weird. Because Amazon's making itself dumber. That's the important thing. Yes. Hey, I'm all for fucking multi-conglomerate internet functional corporations making themselves dumber. Yeah. I'm sick of my smart hoe being so smart. Exactly. So come back next time for Chillerama. And while our podcast think about movies, we will huff methane about movies. Bye. You'd think you would know what all of our bizarre <laughs> gestures were by now. I don't speak Ohio Sign Language. I'm sorry. <laughs>